0: The most successful people have one thing in common with the least successful people. They both have the same goals. The goals are the same. Both the happy, strong, and vibrant mom and the sad, slow, sluggish mom want the same thing. Today's guest has lost over 33 pounds in four months since she had her second baby. Getting stronger and moving forward. And I see by by the time this episode drops, she's actually not just going to be leaner and stronger, but she's training for and will only be a couple of weeks away from competing in a Spartan trifecta. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. The most successful people have one thing in common with the least successful people they both have the same desires. The difference. Between the two lies in the execution of their habits. Welcome to the Evolve Podcast. Evolve your body, evolve your mind, evolve your soul, and evolve your tribe. And now it's time to disrupt. And with that, folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of the Evolve Podcast. Somewhere lost in the mountains of Utah, I am your host, Steve Cutler. And hey, today I am really excited to be joined by our good friend and Evolve coach, Madeline Edwards. Maddie, thanks for joining us today.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: Thanks for having me. I was so excited to have you joining us. Uh, Folks, Madeline Edwards works as a yoga group fitness and spin instructor, as well as a mindset and meditation coach. Maddie is also a yoga facilitator in yoga teacher training, guiding others through their 200 hour yoga teaching certification. Maddie is a 500-hour Yoga Alliance certified instructor with many teaching and facilitating hours under her belt. She's been coaching and teaching for over eight years, but Of all of her accomplishments, Maddie says that her greatest accomplishment is her kids, two-year-old daughter, and now a three, well, I guess a four-month-old son. She and her husband are extremely grateful for their children, and we are extremely grateful for Maddie. She is a phenomenal coach that works here at Evolve. So Maddie, once again, welcome. We are excited to jump right into it. Um, You know, you have uh, been an inspiration to many over the years. Uh, Strong, powerful, inspiring. These are all terms that I've heard people use to describe you. And really, this is no different today as we're sitting here and you are 33, 34 pounds down from your uh, pregnancy weight. Talk about the biggest challenge. When you had your son, what was the biggest physical challenge that you were running into?
1: I think the most physical challenge I would say was fatigue. Does that count as a physical challenge?
0: Yeah, sure. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just feeling extremely exhausted. Because um, it doesn't help that I have a two-year-old that runs around crazy every day. And then bring
0: home the new board. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty common challenge that I think pe- moms have, um, and and dads. We'll give it to dads too because I know that dads are are, are tired too. I, we, uh, one of the people who works with us at Evolve, uh, his wife just had a baby, and I talked to him this morning. And said, "How you doing?" He goes, "I am exhausted." Uh, so <laughs> they've been trading off taking care of the baby at night. That uh, is only a week old, and he's pretty tired too. But fatigue is really common. Um, you know, the, the number one thing that we hear though, is when I have my baby, I want to get my body back. P- women want to get strong. They want to get lean, right? I, I, I know you felt the same way. Talk about those, uh, th- those thoughts and those feelings that you had after having your son.
1: Um, it's really easy for me to negatively talk towards my body especially after having a baby because I get a little impatient Mm. Um, but I feel like yes like the second I got home from the hospital I'm like okay there's not a baby in there anymore but things are just not the way I want them to be yeah so I definitely faced those I want to say mental blocks for sure
0: Pretty common, right? I mean, yeah. I think it's easy when you're right after pregnancy. I've heard this from several clients over the years. They said the exact same thing you did. They they said, well, the baby's not there, but everything didn't go back to the way that it was before. And I thought it was going to, maybe, maybe a week later, right? Um, yeah. How does that feel? Uh, as you look down and you know two weeks in three weeks in four weeks in it's like okay the body's not quite what it was before talk a little bit about how it felt
1: um i would say it felt just very like debilitating because it was just like you want it to be gone so bad but it's still squishy your skin's still stretchy and it was almost like yeah, this is annoying and frustrating, but I had to learn to accept the process at the same time and show my body grace as I went along.
0: I I love the acceptance and the grace piece. You know, it takes nine months to grow a baby. Right. And yet we think that the body's going to go just bounce back in a couple of weeks, but there is a process. Um, let's go back to some of the internal challenges. I mean, I, one of the things that I have commonly heard is uh, that it, it's the battle between the ears that's the most difficult. After you have the baby, you're dealing with fatigue and maybe it's doubt, maybe it's discouragement, but what were some of the things that you were feeling uh, that were, were or or maybe still are feeling because you're only, what, four months out?
1: I would say, I would just like the, on the mental side of it, I feel like it was just feeling almost like impatient. If that that makes sense. I feel like Mm. I just wanted my body back so bad that I was almost pushing my body too hard in the beginning, which then in turn pushed me back a little bit. So I guess I would say I would feel discouraged and impatient.
0: Okay. Yeah. Pretty, pretty common. Yeah. How have you gotten to a point where you achieved a greater level of acceptance?
1: Um, just in tracking my progress every day, tracking the fact that maybe, you know, my pants list feel like a little looser that day. And that was a win okay. and okay with that.
0: Okay. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's an interesting, uh, we talk about the internal struggles and the the mental struggles, but oftentimes I think there's a philosophical struggle that doesn't get recognized. Um, philosophically, we as parents love the idea of becoming parents. And there is not a mom in the world that I've ever talked to that, that regrets becoming a mom. But doing so changes their body. And so philosophically, it's now, how do I show up and be present? in this new, this different body, uh, because being a mom is a blessing, but yet at the same time, I am also me and I want to be me. I want to take care of me. I want to get my body back. And so it becomes this philosophical struggle of that nurturing mother that is also really struggling to take care of herself. You, you've prioritized your workouts, you've prioritized taking care of yourself, but I I don't know that that's always the case for, for people. I I think there's a philosophical struggle of, well, I just need to be here for the kids all the time. How, how have you dealt with that?
1: Um, I would say that I am happier when I do prioritize my time and myself. I am more present when I'm able Mm -hmm. to get to the gym, get my workout in and then go home and be with my children. Um. Whereas if I, you know, days where I'm like, yeah, I'm tired, I'm not going to go to the gym, I actually have worse days with my kids on those days that I don't take care of myself first.
0: Isn't it amazing that that small investment of time gives you significant amount of time back, right?
1: Absolutely. More time than you would think.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you spend 30, 40, 60 minutes in the gym and you're, uh, you know, you're you're just focusing on yourself, you're not just creating this inertia with your body, but you're you're creating mental inertia. You're starting to get the energy flowing.
1: Yep. And that's exactly how I feel. And I would find myself happier coming home after a a. 5.30am workout, which many people think that's insane. But I've come to love my 5.30am time, because that's my time. And then I come home and Okay, now it's now I can be a mom for these children.
0: Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. I mean, it 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 might feel insane until you really say, But if I do this for myself, I can show up in a more present way. And we never really know what's going to work until we actually give it a shot, right? I mean, the reality is the science is there. We know that if we go do the cardiovascular exercise, we lift weights, we eat well the body's going to get back. The process just works. We know that's the case. You put the right inputs in, you get the right outputs. Um, Well, a conversation I had recently with a client that had just had a baby, um, we, we, we shifted it a little bit because she kept saying, I don't have the time to work out. And I said, well, would you have the time to nurture your kids? Would you have the time to feed your kids to go on a walk with them to do? Oh yeah. I have the time to do that. So, but what if you shifted it and realized that you are also the child of someone else? And what if you nurtured yourself in that same way? And she paused and like her eyes got really big and she looked at me and she goes, I've never thought about it like that. But if you nurture yourself, you love yourself first, it makes it so much easier to to love your kids. You said that when yep. you go to the gym early in the morning, that you tend to have better days. What do those look like? Um, so yeah,
1: I will get to the gym, I wake up at around 4.30 or 5, get to the gym at around 5.15, get my workout in, push as hard as I can, as as, as hard as my body is uh, allowing me to that day. And then I come home, the kids are still asleep, husband is getting up, getting ready, and that gives me time to, okay, I'm going to get ready too. I'm going to spend time in a nice shower, I'm going to take a really nice shower, and then get food ready for my toddler and hang out with them, watch TV, watch cartoons, because things are done and it feels so good. Now, mind you, like, that's not going to happen every day. <laughs> right? So on the right. days that it doesn't happen, um, I'm like, okay, how am I going to shift with this today? Yeah, And it's learning to shift with the storm, because it's going to be a storm. It's going to be busy.
0: Talk a little bit about that, because um, when baby wakes up throwing up because he's sick, uh, that throws the morning routine off. What do you do when that happens?
1: I just have to remind myself that, you know what? It is what it is. Th- these things are out of my control. And I'm going to full-on mom mode, take care of my baby. And then maybe later in the day when, you know, spouse gets home, he can take him. I can go to the gym or go for a walk or take some time for me in the evening. So it's just about shifting.
0: Hmm. I love that. I think it's also important to remember uh, for any of our listeners that one day is not going to kill you. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the two day rule and the two day, two day rule is I'm going to allow myself to miss one day. If something comes up, life gets in the way, something happens, but I'm not going to miss two because two easily turns into two years. And so yeah. the, the two day rule means that I can take a day off whenever, if I need to, but I won't take two in a row. Um, You've got. When you think about the different struggles, we talked a little bit about the internal philosophical struggles, but you know, you referenced an external struggle, which is time. Um, time is, is is really precious, and time is very difficult when you're juggling kids and, like yourself, if you have a work, uh, you know, work responsibilities, you have goals you want to accomplish. Maybe they're fitness goals, maybe it's weight loss goals. You're just juggling a lot of priorities. Talk to our, to our listeners a little bit about how you are juggling those different priorities to manage your time. well.
1: Mm, so time management wasn't always my best thing. I, I would struggle with it a lot, but I've learned, and I'm still learning through the years that honestly discipline with time management gives you more freedom. Mm, yeah. Um, there's, um, one of my favorite singers, he, in his song, he says, discipline equals freedom. Yep. And I had to dial back on that a lot. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Cause sometimes discipline, I just, I hate that word. It, it gives me anxiety. <laughs> I'm like, I hate discipline. I'm not one of, I'm like, I'm more of a free spirit type of person.
0: Cause discipline for you is when you got in trouble when you were a kid, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Or in school. Yeah. Right. And they would give me structure, and I would fight back hard. I'm like, no way, man. You're not going to tell me what to do. But later in life, I'm looking back going, oh, okay. So discipline is actually very, very good because in that turn, I have freedom. So for example, if I'm disciplined in the gym, right, I have freedom to move my body and chase around my wild kids every day because my body is healthy.
0: Yeah, I saw a video that someone posted on um, YouTube uh, today, actually, and I don't know how old the video is, but it, it was showing a mother who was uh, overweight, uh, didn't didn't appear to have much strength, and certainly not any flexibility, and uh, she had her child in a, um, a stroller. She uh, mom fell over, stroller starts going down the hill, and she could not get herself back up to go get the stroller before it went into the road. And fortunately, somebody else came before the stroller went into the road and something catastrophic happened. But the the caption on there was, this is why you need to train yourself to become strong and flexible as a parent because you need to be able to protect your kids. If you just trip and fall over and you can't get yourself back up, that's an issue, right? But unfortunately, so many people in America are struggling with this sense of mediocrity. And the mediocrity is causing them to gain excessive weight, to lose muscle, to have poor movement. And just they're they're not not only not protecting, but they're not providing an example for the kids to live. And so I think philosophically, right? We come back to the philosophical challenges of, of how do we deal with this? In my mind, philosophically, as a parent, I have to be able to take care of my kids. And emotionally, that's as important as me taking care of them financially, if not more so, right? I need my kids to be able to see that dad can handle things and take care of things. Because that example is something that they will learn more from than anything I will ever say, right? So. I love how you talk about that and that you're showing up and you are setting that example for your kids and that by doing these things, you can then be present. You can show up for them. Hey guys, it's Steve. I just wanted to take a quick break and introduce you to our Evolve Your Glutes Master Course. This is our brand new course that we have loaded on our website. You can find it at evolve-cast.com. What is this? Well, this is a master course that will take you through all of the steps, the programming, the exercises, everything you need in order to build your best glutes. We make it simple and we take all of the guesswork out of building your glutes. In the Evolve Your Glutes Master Course, you get customized videos that show you how to set up, do the exercise properly, and prevent against injury. You see, there are a million exercises out there. It's not the exercises that get you to the glutes you want. It's the right exercises in the right order at the right time over the course of 12 weeks. Click the link in the show notes and get your Evolve Your Glutes Master Course today. And now, back to the show. Now, you took on a big goal after having your son. And you said, hey, I'm going to not just do a Spartan, but I'm going to do a Spartan trifecta. So for our listeners who don't know what a Spartan trifecta is, can you walk them through it?
1: Yeah. So you can split up a Spartan trifecta throughout the year, but I decided to do all of it in one weekend. (laughs) It's within um, a two-day challenge. So the first day I will be doing... um, I think it equals out to be 14 miles. It's a 21K with 30 obstacles, and it's at a 5,000-foot elevation, like Mm -hmm. a climb. The next day, you turn around and you do a 10K with the same elevation. It's just with lesser – actually, no, it's the same amount of obstacles. And then um, right after the 10K, you get a couple hours in between, and you go do a 5K.
0: That's so pretty intense. And, and one thing you know that you can't miss is the fact that it's not just a 5,000 foot elevation gain, which in general, if you're hiking, standard rule, if you're hiking or you're doing elevation gain, most experts will tell you it's about an hour per thousand feet, right? So if I'm going hiking and I'm going up 5,000 feet, then I need to expect about five hours. That's not the case for everybody, but that's a general rule for general population, right? Um, You're not just doing 5,000 feet in elevation gain. You're starting at over a mile above sea level. So you're starting the race much, much higher at a much lower oxygen than what most people in the world are living at. So three races over two days, that's the trifecta, and there are obstacles involved. And so you're going to go through what, 30 in one race, 30 in another race, and how many in the third?
1: I believe there's 20. Yeah,
0: okay. So we're talking about 80 to 90 obstacles over a two-day period of time and well over, you know, 12 plus thousand feet of elevation gain. Yes. Yeah. What, why? So some of our listeners are probably listening to this and actually thinking that you are crazy. Why did you set this goal?
1: Um, I actually think it's a compliment compliment when people say, Maddie, you're crazy <laughs> Nice. because it, 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 it almost fuels my fire. I, I love to compete and I love to not only prove to myself that I can do hard things, but to show other people that, Hey, so can you, mm-hmm. um, that just totally feeds my fire. So when I'm out on that, that course, I'm thinking about other people who may be feeling trapped or who may be feeling like, I can't do those things. There's no way. And I'm like, but what if you change the way that you said that to yourself just then maybe you could, if you just try.
0: It's all in what we tell ourselves, right? I mean, I've always said that reality is negotiable. If you have a current reality that you're not happy with, if you're sad, you're sluggish, you don't have the strength, you can change that reality. That reality just has to shift in the mind and then start with your uh, actions and habits. Like we talked about at the very beginning of this episode, that the one thing that's in common between successful people and people who are not successful is they both have the same goals, they both have the same desires. The only difference between the successful and the non successful is the habits that are employed by the successful people over a period of time. So you're going to do this trifecta, you set this goal. Not only to challenge yourself and make yourself or push yourself into uh, better areas, but also to set an example and to show other moms that they can do the same thing. So absolutely love that. Maddie, I, I'm excited to hear how this goes. I'm excited to see, and I think we'll need to do another episode to really show our listeners uh, what has happened as you've gone through this training and what does that look like and how'd you do? And I know we're going to post that all over your social media, so we'd need to make sure that people are following you there. Um, you, you're down 33 pounds. You're you're getting stronger. You're, you're, you know, you're getting to the point where uh, we're working hard on getting you to do pull-ups. What can people expect to see out of you over the next month or two?
1: Strength. I'm getting I'm just getting stronger every day. Now now that I've lost the weight, you know, want to build muscle and be able to do a freaking pull up <laughs> and climb a rope because you've got to climb some ropes in this yeah. spartan. So which I'm is not easy like, yeah, getting for getting somebody
0: that's got very long limbs. You are a dancer and uh not an easy thing to do, but you you're certainly working hard and getting there. You know, I've always Thank said you. that one of the most important things when uh, and w- I, one of the main questions I ask my clients when I sit down with them for the first time is I don't ask them where they want to be in three or six months. I ask them, what, what kind of a body do you want in 10 years from now? And the reason I ask that question is because it sets up the expectation of what is it that you're living for, right? And you're obviously living for long term. You want to have... A body that expresses your highest self, long term for you and for your kids. But I want to shift gears just a little bit and talk a, and and ask you a couple of personal questions. Um, you know, disruptions along our path of evolution they they aren't always big. Sometimes it's just a comment made by a friend or a mentor that hits us and maybe hits a trigger point of the soul. Um, but can you think about a time where something happened in your life? that triggered you that made you say hey this is my my time to evolve into the next level into the next iteration of who i am
1: mm. it was actually not that long ago when someone just flat out questioned my integrity oh interesting and i yeah and i almost um i wanted to react with anger Mm-hmm. But instead, and I, I would have if it was with my younger self, because I can be a spitfire. And I mean, I'm a Scorpio, so naturally. There you go. But, um, but this time, I was able to just sit back and be like, I'm not even going to respond. But instead, I'm going to just silently say, watch this. Yeah. And watch out. I love that. And it's it's not an ego based watch out watch this it's a you may want you may question my integrity but that's not going to stop me
0: yeah that's awesome uh, time tells right as you live yeah. your life uh i think the most important thing is not our reputation but it's our character because reputation yes. is something that can come and go. I don't own my reputation. My reputation is something that other people build for me based on my interactions with them or even non-interactions, right? But my character is the most important thing. And so I, I completely resonate with what you're talking about there and just watch what happens. Many final question for you. Um, you know, a few years ago, you gave an amazing gift. Um, can you tell our listeners about the gift that you gave and how it has impacted you and your family, your tribe?
1: Yeah. Um, so it was about five years ago. My dad, he he was struggling and suffering from kidney failure. Um, he was on dialysis every day, and he was not doing well. Um, the dialysis was working, but not all at the same time. And he needed a kidney donor. And um, long story short, I was a perfect match. And I was able to donate a kidney to my father. And that has not only built up my relationship between my dad and I, because my mom and I were really, really close growing up. Mm -hmm. My dad, he was at work, right? And that's what he did to provide for the family. But it, it helped my relationship really grow with my dad in a way that him and I just get each other now. Hmm. He always says, well, I have a little bit of Maddie with me all the time. Nice. And he, we're just buds and it has built not only, yeah, his and I's relationship but my whole family where they're like, well, dad's still here, you know, because of Maddie. But I'm like, well, dad's still here because I was just storing a kidney for him for 25 years. Here you go. I love it's
0: that. just
1: been absolutely incredible.
0: Well, what an amazing gift. And, and uh, I know you've heard me say this for several years now that uh, uh, just a a great testament to what a good human you are to say, Hey, I got an extra one of those. We're a perfect match. Let me give that to you. Um, You know, we, we, we hear, we talk about, you hear stories about people who uh, do courageous things, who are able to help other people. And I think that everybody has that sense inside of them of, Uh, That they would do the same thing or that they would want to do the same thing, right? We all have something inside of us that says that there's somewhere inside that I am superhuman. And like we said at the beginning of the show, the most successful people, the least successful people, they all have the same desires. The only difference is that the ones who are successful consistently make choices that move them in the direction that they want to go. For our listeners that are struggling, if you had a baby, If you are still just struggling with weight loss or getting your body back, listen to that part of you that is telling you that there is more inside of you. Maddie is a great example of that, and she's also an amazing coach that can help you with it. Well, Maddie, uh, thank you so much for coming on today and uh, letting our listeners get to know you just a little bit more. If they see you on the Evolve uh, Instagram and they see you on the the website, now they know a little bit more about you. And um, I just I, I can't tell you thanks enough for coming on to the podcast today.
1: It's really my pleasure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So for our listeners, uh, the best way to get in touch with Maddie, if you have questions, you can go directly to the Evolve website. Go to evolve-cast.com. I had somebody ask me the other day if they spell out hyphen. I said, no, it's just the line. evolve And linecast.com. And you can actually schedule time with Maddie on the website. Uh, When you click the Evolve Your Life consult, uh, that'll take you to Maddie's schedule and she uh, will give you a a free consultation to just see where you're at and see if there's something that she can do to help you out. Uh, So, again, Maddie, thanks for listening. And hey, folks, remember that it does take time and consistency to evolve. But first, you have to disrupt. And now it's time for you to get out there and evolve thank you for listening to this episode of the evolve podcast follow us on your favorite podcast app and if you haven't done so please give us a rating as an independent podcast it really helps us get more reach this podcast is part of our mission to help millions of people evolve into the best versions of themselves please check out our coaching services at evolve cast.com or pick up some of our evolve merch Until next time, keep evolving.